Happy Friday, everyone. It's Isai Diego here with the Shell Coast Podcast, broadcasting out of beautiful Long Beach, California. I hope you're having a wonderful morning, enjoying a wonderful cup of coffee, maybe a gluten-free scone. Just in case you haven't, don't forget to walk the dog. Today, I opened up in the Long Beach Post and realized that it's almost the end of January. Is it just me or did January this year just fly on by? Last year, it seemed to have dragged on for ages. Maybe it's the weather, but this month has been a strange mix of ups and downs. In today's podcast, we'll cover the limits for Airbnb, or as the city likes to call them, short-term rentals, which is a fancy word for Airbnb. We'll also be discussing what's going on with the Belmont Shore Pool and a cute little restaurant that I found that I've never heard of before, right here in the beautiful city of Long Beach. So, it seems that a couple nights ago, there have been new limits on Airbnb units that are allowed within the city of Long Beach, and this was passed by the city council. Well, this is good news, uh, for the residents of Long Beach at least. In a city of rising living costs, a hard limit on the number of allowed listings will definitely help steer away outside investors from the area and prevent oversaturation. But now the question comes down to how many listings are allowed? Currently, it's set at 1,000, and Airbnb sees this as a good thing, meaning that we should be a little worried, not because this number is only a little high, but that because it means that this is going to be, in my opinion, a race to the end. So it's probably drawing more investors now where previously they weren't even thinking about it. I know that uh, Long Beach is the prime target for a lot of investors, but they, they know it's about to blow up. They're just not entirely sure why. And when we see limits like this imposed by the city, it makes investors want to actually pull in with no real intention, which could be dangerous for the city itself. You know, for example, what's going on with the Belmont Shore Pool? Well, one problem there is that it might be built to Olympic standard for the 2028 Olympics. While the city council says that might not be its intention, let's be a little honest here. It's going to be fully the intention to be part of the swimming the swimming games for the uh, 2028 Olympics. So knowing that, knowing where it's going to be built, where do you think investors are going to go? Obviously, Pine, Ocean, Atlantic, you know, everyone's going to want to go there and live and create a new life. I mean, we see buildings being erected down there all the time. Most haven't been built yet or haven't been finished yet, but there's some pretty nice apartments coming up in that area. But I really doubt they are built or designed with the income of Long Beach residents in mind. But anyhow, speaking of the Belmont Shore Pool, it did receive preliminary approval by the uh, city council, but what exactly does that mean? Well, it just means that the city council is okay with the coastal committee to create this pool. And there's a few things, well, a lot of things that are pro- uh, that are wrong with this. You know, I, as much as I would love to see Long Beach become the city that it really is meant to be, which is the international city, it, there's, there's a trade-off here. Now, mind you, this project could have gone up in the billions and it didn't. Um, I'm actually kind of glad that the city was able to bring down the cost to about $80 million. Well, that's that's something that I don't have, honestly. So who am I to say, hey, yeah, okay, let's see, let's only 80 million, let's build it. But from what I haven't understood is that the city only has allocated about 60 million to build this. Where's the other 20 million gonna, uh, where's the other 20 million going to come from? It's certainly not gonna come out of the city council's pocket. It's gonna have to come from somewhere. And if it doesn't come out of us, it's gonna, uh, as us as residents, it's probably going to come from a sponsorship for naming rights or maybe even from the Olympic Committee itself. That can be a problem only because 
the Olympic Committee is not in Long Beach. The Olympic Committee is in Los Angeles. Who controls Los Angeles? Well, <laughs> Eric Garcetti. He's going to want to put his fingers in Long Beach. He's been eyeing it. He knows that that's been like a bit of a, co a competition against his city. You know, he's going to want to put fingers in there. I, I can guarantee you anything. He's going to want to do something with Long Beach with that as an entry point. And not to mention, say it does get built with uh, Olympic Committee funds. Who's going to control it? Well, sure, it's within our city boundaries. It's uh, we're fronting the majority of the money. But if the intention is for the Olympics, then that probably means that the Olympic Committee is going to have say so over it. Are Long Beach residents going to be able to use it before the games, after the games? Or is the Olympic Committee going to use it as their own little recreational area and have all the income go to them? You know, this is a Long Beach facility. It should stay a Long Beach facility. And I think that the city council needs to make sure that when the Olympics, if the Olympic Committee uh, steps in, they have to ensure that it's going to stay under Long Beach control. For the Olympics, that means that it can be used by the Olympics if they happen to come into town. But beyond that, that is our pool. That is within our location. Yeah, sure. It gives the uh, Olympic Committee something to say, somewhere to have the swimming events, which is by far one of the most popular events for the Olympics. Um, but if they build it up to standard, which is something I know the city is going to try to push really hard, they're going to have to reach out for, for uh, outside investment, whether it's a naming sponsor or the Olympic Committee. I really hope the Olympic Committee gets involved, but I hope they don't get too involved. But knowing Eric, Garc Eric Garcetti's push, he's probably going to dig his fingers deep into this. But anyways, moving on. Uh, one thing that I was reading about, and uh, luckily I didn't see this, and I say luckily because apparently the uh, city council meeting for Tuesday night ran really deep into the night, and one thing they were debating, and according to the Long Beach Post, <laughs> was uh, what is a good amount of pets. You know, there there is a uh, issue between SPCLA and then uh, the uh, Pets of Long Beach rescues. Apparently, and I didn't know this until I was reading this article, that they share the same space despite being different organizations. They, shall, they share the same space and they actually uh, conflict again, uh, a lot against each other. Well, one of the debates was that are we going to allow residents to have more than four pets? Uh, you know, I know a lot of families within the city of Long Beach that actually have a lot more pets than they should. And uh, honestly, I don't know if I welcome this change. Yeah, sure. We want to be able to adopt more animals. We want more people to adopt animals from these shelters. We want these shelters to be empty. These shelters should not exist. People should take care of the creatures they said I'm going to take care of. Um, so it makes me wonder, I'm pretty sure the city has something defined as what is a pet. Because when we're talking about pets, a pet could be a goldfish. Does one goldfish count as a pet? Or does multiple goldfish in the same aquarium count as a pet? There's also the birds of paradise. Never, nowhere else have I seen so many people have birds of paradise than I have seen here in Long Beach. A lot of people own some pretty interesting parrots and pretty interesting birds. Um, so, I mean, that would certainly count as a pet, right? But there's a difference between blue and yellow macaw and a budgery guard. It's much easier to maintain five budgery guards than it is one blue and yellow. So what counts as one pet? five budgery guards one budgery guard one blue and yellow <laughs> who's to say um anyways 
you know, it's hard to define what is going to be a pet. But anyways, we're going to be allowed or the debate is open as to how many pets we're going to be allowed to have. Currently, the, the city of Long Beach allows up to four pets. But one question that we're going to have is, are we going to be allowed to have six pets? Is six pets too many? I personally think so. Um, and you know, it, it, while we want to adopt as many pets as possible and keep our shelters empty, uh, one thing to know is that there is such a thing as oversaturation. There is such a thing as too many pets, in my opinion. I'm a single dog dad, and uh, even that's hard to maintain. She, she's, uh, she's a shedder, she's a yelper, and, and I need to feed her highly energetic, and she takes a lot of my energy. If I had to multiply her by, uh, by six, it, it would create chaos where I live. Uh, even just two of her would be a full-time job. So I, I'm not sure how people are justifying keeping six pets within uh, within their household, you know? You know, maybe a lizard, a snake, that would make sense, but you're thinking dogs and cats. These are extremely social animals. You can't have too many of them because you might be doing them more harm by keeping them in unsanitary conditions without the attention they, they need and deserve. Uh, so yeah, I, I strongly believe there is such a thing as too many pets, and I think that six is too many. Uh, I think one thing we should just do instead is just promote uh, pet adoption more. But, you know, this is subjective, this is something that could go up for debate. Who knows how many pets is too many. Uh, for me, personally, one is enough. Uh, moving on, Long Beach Bites. So, there are two things that is happening here. So the first one is that I found a little French restaurant in Belmont Shore not too long ago. I was out with a friend one morning celebrating an important milestone of their life and came across Le Creperie Cafe. Uh, this beautiful restaurant is located between Argonne and St. Joseph on the north side of Second in Belmont Shore. And it has the best crepes I have ever had in my life thus far. The first time I went in, we sat outside, never being able to see what the interior design is like. and. When I came out around again this time, this past weekend, I instantly regretted not uh, not sitting inside uh, the first time around. Inside, it's just a gorgeous European-style mural inside by the bar, as well as its jazz-themed interior. It makes you feel as if you stepped into a different time, a different place. The atmosphere, the music, the smell, the scent, it's just amazing. Uh, I know Long Beach has an amazing amount of unique and wonderful eateries, but this is definitely one that I can place on the top of my list as one of my favorites. Uh, one crepe that I had in there was a curry one. Amazing curry, not too spicy, very sweet curry, lots of chicken, just loaded. Uh, another one we uh, had in there, it, it was called La, La Riviere, or La Riviere. You know, I don't speak French. Uh, I could just pretend to speak French. Uh, it was amazing. It was just uh, one of the best uh, crepes I've ever had, too. Just loaded these, these crepes are massive you know if you're not used to eating a lot i would suggest take a friend and share one and then have a dessert afterwards which by the way we had a little caramel apple tart that they have for dessert wonderful food wonderful food there the sangria was amazing that i had the coffee is on point uh, you know you go to a lot of diners a lot of restaurants and the coffee is just some whatever whatever coffee they could put their hands on but though this coffee i i think it was carefully selected it was beautiful robust coffee um Another news here in Long Beach regarding food is that I heard through the grapevine, don't quote me on this, I could be mistaken, is that on the 14th of February, 
one of my favorite restaurants in all of Long Beach is going to be closing. Uh, that is Baba Ganoush here in Bixby Knolls. Uh, it's on Atlantic, uh, right across the street from uh, Bixby Joe's. You know, I, I found that restaurant by accident a few years ago. <clears throat> and since then I have caught in so many times and I just get either lamb chops or, or their kiwi. It's some amazing food. It's a Lebanese restaurant and they have a pretty, pretty nice selection of wine. Uh, their wine, their house wine is pretty good, but the food is just great. The service is amazing. I'm not entirely sure why they're closing down, but it's something you definitely want to check out before they do so. Uh, if you've never been in there, it has a wonderful atmosphere, beautiful murals on the wall representing uh, Lebanese culture, amazing music they're always playing. It's never too loud. Uh, it's never too intrusive. And uh, one thing I have noticed in the past couple of years is that it does seem to dwindle down. You know, there isn't as many people as I would like to see that restaurant have. Uh, but there in Bixby Knolls, there's a lot of competition. You have Hito Noti, for example. You do have Rasselbrock, uh, some great restaurants, and it's hard to compete against them. Baba Ganoush has been there for just as long, if not longer, and it really hurts me to see that restaurant go. Uh, I've always enjoyed their food. Go check them out before they close down. I'll definitely be there. Anyways, that's enough for the Shell Coast podcast. Oh, right before. So there is a real estate update really quickly. There are hot, hot, hot um, market in Long Beach. I finally just did my end of year report for the entire city. And it looks like property prices on average went up 3.3%. So is that something you want to do? Uh, definitely talk to your local realtor. Definitely talk to an expert. Uh, I happen to be a realtor. You definitely want to do something with that. Uh, that's why it's attracting so many investors. Like I said at the beginning of the, of the podcast, it's attracting investors. The question now is where do you want to be investing? One uh, location, like I said, is maybe Belmont Heights uh, or along the south side of Belmont Shore uh, where they're building this pool. Anyways, that's all for today. So have a wonderful one. You're all beautiful people. Don't forget to walk the dog. This is the Shell Coast Podcast. And I'll see you when I see you.